What's your name? She asked suddenly, surprising herself. Logan, he said. Where were you before you went to the Lincoln Memorial today? At home, getting ready for work. What do you do? I'm in the Secret Service. Are you sure about that? Are you sure that you aren't impersonating a Secret Service agent? Quite sure. I've been in the Secret Service for five years now. What made you believe that the President had been replaced? Is this a new feeling, or have you felt this way for very long? It's not about how I feel. Arthur Johnson isn't who you think he is. That's where you're wrong. She shot back, kicking herself for letting this deranged man get to her. But she'd had enough. I've known Archer Johnson since I was a little girl, and I can assure you that he is exactly who I think he is. He always has been. Look, the man said, his voice quiet and calm. I'm not saying that the real Archer Johnson isn't who you think he is. I'm saying that this man that you just protected today is not the real Archer Johnson. He's a clone. He's been put in place by a... Please stop, she said, frustrated with this man. You're delusional, or you're trying to build an insanity defense. Either way, it doesn't matter. I'm going to call a friend of mine and see if she can help you. You're still going to the hole, and you're not getting out until I get to the bottom of this. But if you actually are sick, you'll get the help you need, so quit talking. I'm not sick, he said. I'm not insane. You're not listening. I am, believe me, she said. I've heard every word that you've said, Logan. You're not going to convince me of whatever story you've concocted in your head. It's simply not true, and I won't entertain it. I would know if Archer wasn't himself. The man was silent in the back, and Macy took that as a good sign. Maybe he was having a lucid moment, and he had decided to keep his mouth shut. That would be for the best, and it would make her life easier. Traffic was heavy, and it was grating on her nerves. She could turn on the siren lights that were recessed in the top of the vehicle, but then she would have to attempt to work her way around the crush of heavy traffic, and she wouldn't get far. Traffic was crawling, and there was just no way around it. She turned on the radio, clicking between the stations that she had preset on the vehicle. One of the perks of being SSE was that she got to keep her company vehicle as long as she worked, but the government picked up the tab for maintenance, insurance, and gas. She put in long hours and busted her ass, so she felt like she more than earned it. But it was also nice to have things taken care of for her so she could focus on her job. Do you have a preference? She asked Logan without taking her eyes off the busy commuter traffic. Classical? He said nothing. Classical it is then, she said, turning the station to a pleasant volume level and smiling when one of her favorite pieces started. She sighed, her body relaxing as the sweet sounds of the violin filled the small space. Logan's tirade against Archer had really gotten under her skin, and she'd been agitated, though outwardly calm. She needed to relax. Being on the edge didn't help her stay focused and alert. It just left her twitchy. You caught the bad guy, she thought triumphantly. Focus on that and deal with the rest later. She smiled. That was the right thing to do. Focus on the positive and leave the rest for later, when she could actually do something about it. Right now, stuck in the traffic that was lurching forward at best, she couldn't do a thing about this man and his attempt to assassinate the president. She could only sit there in the car and hope that it didn't take more than an hour to get across town. It wasn't looking good. She heard the man groan almost imperceptibly in the back seat, but she ignored him. 
He was tightly bound and he'd been cleared of weapons. There was nothing for him to do back there, and he was a little worried that any eye contact with him would encourage him to start going on about his delusions again. Since he had just stopped his ranting and raving a few minutes before, Macy was in no hurry to get him riled up again. As long as he was still breathing when they got to the hole, she'd done her job. Speaking of breathing, she thought, noting the suddenly labored breathing from the back seat. She looked at the rearview mirror then gasped, unable to believe her eyes. She slammed on the brakes, looking over her shoulder and cursing. A horn blared, followed by another, but she made no move to drive forward. The man that she had placed in her back seat was no longer the man he had been. Angrily, she realized that she hadn't checked his ID, or she would have seen the tiny decal that registered him as a shifter.